Welcome to Dueling Review. It's a show about two guys, one comic, and infinite possibilities. This week we are taking a look at Lost Vegas number one. Hey. Now wait a minute. I thought, I thought we were looking... Yeah, I thought we were going to be talking about sex this time. You know what? I thought it's going to be talking about sex, Matthew. So you're saying, you're saying that I spent all day expecting sex, came home, and did not get sex. Yeah, you pretty much expect that every day, right? Yeah, this is pretty much the story of my life, actually. (laughs) If I had a nickel for every time I came home and did not get sex, well, I'd have a hell of a A lot lot of nickels. nickels. There you go. So I do not know what uh, has gone on. Uh, We were expecting uh, Sex Number One from Image Comics to be released today. It's still Mm -hmm. listed as on sale this week at the Image Comics website. It did not show up in Comixology. It did not show up in our review um, folder and it didn't show up at the comic book store. So, and I have not found any reason why, uh, the book has been delayed. And, uh, from what I see, it's not even scheduled for next week. So sex number one, which was the comic we were supposed to be reading. Right. Let me just read you this description real quick, Matthew. It says yeah. first issue collector's item. Finally, a good reason to, for you to come in the comic book store to buy sex. Simon Cook has retired from his alternative lifestyle and returned to the city he previously sworn to protect. Now he's just another average citizen. Or is he? The term adult has never been so appropriate as it is when it applies to sex. Huh. Well, that sounds interesting. It does sound interesting. It has an interesting cover, um, but uh, have not seen anything about this. Um, and uh, from what I'm seeing on other sites, they don't know why it's out as well. Uh, kudos to young Zach for tipping us off early this morning yep, to let us know catch. about that. Because as soon as he did it, I was like, well, wait a minute. I went to the image comiXology app. I went to the comiXology app. No go. Well, and honestly, why does this happen? Doesn't this, doesn't this annoy comic book readers, Matthew? I think it kind of depends on the situation. It depends on what it is if it's something where there are certain books that don't get printed for good reasons there was an issue of league of extraordinary gentlemen that i expected in about 2001 or 2002 mm-hmm. that didn't come out because it featured an ad for the marvel douche right right which was an actual live real product but of course marvel thought possibly could be taken as somewhat inappropriate mm-hmm. so i mean these things happen but it's been a while since I've had a book, at least that hit my radar, where I was just like, wow, I'm looking forward to this book, and then it didn't yeah. show up. Yeah. Kind of like the real thing. It happens. Oh, uh, well. So we're taking a look at Lost number w- or Lost Vegas <laughs> number. <laughs> not, not Lost. God, if it was Lost, Although, I'd be like running from it all. Freudian from slip? Perhaps. Maybe. Um, so Lost Vegas... Las Vegas. Is written by uh, Jim McCann, art by Janet Lee. Uh, these two previously did The Return of the Dapper Man, which uh, was really a big deal. I think that was from Archaea. Let me just double check real quick. Yeah, I don't see it, but I, I was pretty sure it was from Archaea or Arcana. Archaea or Arcana. No, yeah, hey, it's Archaea. Archaea is who put, published that. And it was very well received. And so now the duo have teamed up to bring us the story of uh, all about how 
Yeah. Is Somebody's life, life got flipped. Whoa, upside down. Uh, tale of a, a gambler. I forgot his name, to be honest with you. <laughs> Does he have a name, or is he just yeah. the gambler? He has a name. He's what? actually given a name. Uh, I believe, well, heck, let me check. Uh, maybe not. No, I know they give it. Roland is his oh, name. Oh, yeah, Roland. So he is a big-time gambler, and it turns out that throughout the galaxy, gambling is a thing. Yep. And unfortunately, even though he may be a good gambler, luck doesn't always go his way, and he's run up a, a lot of debt with all the uh, gamblers and the loan sharks and the whatnot throughout the galaxy. Right. And they've, they've come to take away his uh, gold firebird, but luckily for him... A savior, sort of. Well, yeah, not, I'm not even sure it's a savior because uh, he, uh, right when he's about ready to get his clock cleaned, uh, some shadowy figures show up, clean his clock. See, I took that as him about to get killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you could. Yeah, okay. I guess you could see it that way. And the shadowy men show up, and we assume any and all debt this man owes, and hope that this covers the cost. Right. Turns then out, though, years later. yeah, it turns out that uh, he's been taken to the luxury uh, gambling space cruiser, the Lost Vegas. Yep. Where he is now officially conscripted into the crew. And it's basically slave labor, indentured servitude, because of yeah. the, uh, the way that it works, that uh, they go and they work for tips. Mm -hmm. They go and, and hustle uh, some of the customers that come. And they get their credits. 85% goes to the house. 10% yep. goes to their room and board. Their room and board. And then the remaining 5% gets applied to their debt. But unfortunately, the interest rates that are applying to their debt is between 5 and 10% at any given time. Yep. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's at forced slavery. And Roland's pretty much had an, enough of it after five years. Absolutely. And Roland has an advantage, which may or may not be considered luck, in that. The cell or apartment or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> cell, I would call it a cell. Is also inhabited by a strange telepathic alien creature known as Ink. That everyone seems, the guards seem to have forgotten. They either forgotten or can't even see. I mean, he's well, yeah, a that, telepathic alien creature. Yeah, that is true. Um, also, um, some other people that he's uh, conspiring with is uh, Remy or Rennie. Who Vinny. is is the guy that manages the tech for all of these uh, indentured servants? And what's kind of cool and what's kind of fascinating about this is because there's a wide assortment of uh, people from throughout the galaxy, different aliens, different creatures, or whatever. They all but have all to wear this collar. Humanoid. Yeah, they all have to wear this collar, and it projects a hologram to make them all look like the same person. Yes, they <laughs> all look like John Hodgman. <laughs> Not quite, but yes. <laughs> Very similar to John Hodgman. And they are all the servants, the basically the workers and... and uh, yeah, the waiters, the waitress, the waitstaff, the essentially. Poi poi. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he's got him, uh, he's, he's rigged up this collar to project different appearances in however he wants it. So right. he's got a suave, debonair um, man about town look that he's got going on for him on the day that he wants to make his escape. Yep. And his final uh, conspirator is one of the dealers, a female yep. dealer at the Lost Vegas. She's not an indentured servant. She actually came to work at the casino. Yep. And Roland doesn't quite know what her angle is yet. 
Really, he's not sure what anybody's angle is, but I think he kind of doesn't care. No, he just wants what their angle is so much as you know they won't shoot him. I mean, he as much as says you can't really trust anybody. You just hope they don't kill you. Right, and that's basically what would happen if he gets caught running away. Now, the uh, the team decides that they are going to rip off the casino to pay off Roland's debt and to get uh, other people a nice chunk. Remy doesn't care about leaving. Um, Ink, I guess, is just going to slip out with Roland. Um, and then the girl, we don't know what's uh, going on with her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in a sense, we've got a little bit, uh, you know, the typical Vegas con job movie going on here. Yeah, Ocean's 3 plus one alien blob. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens, uh, what is it? Uh, Ocean's... Uh, Aliens 13. How about that? We just call it Aliens 13. Uh, Aliens 13. That's got a ring to it. I don't know if I get... We haven't quite nailed it yet. We'll no, not there. quite. But the thing is, Roland's trying to make his escape, and um, I guess a, a big spaceship auction is going on uh, on the ship um, that day, mainly because you can use anything as collateral for your debt, and a lot of people have lost their spaceships, and the casino is going to sell it off, and this looks like a great way for Roland to... Hop on board and get the heck out of uh, wherever they're at. But a mysterious somebody clubs him from behind. Oh, no. Doesn't look like one of the guards. That's that's the interesting thing. No. I'm not exactly sure. It kind of looks a little bit like, uh, not necessarily looks like Rennie, but it looks like a person of uh, a similar stature and station. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe a tech With the goggles and the, and the techie suit, yeah. which makes me think. Well... I think, and we've seen this, uh, he gets clubbed over the head by this guy. I have a feeling that this guy will join the team. The um, big Las Vegas showgirl, or I'm sorry, Lost Vegas showgirl is finishing up her big... Um, Las Vegas. Yeah, her lost, her big Las Vegas the uh, tour. The Cirque de Solar system. Yeah, to an extent. I, I kind of saw her as the Celine Dion because she's the, she's the she's uh, the lone big star person. And... Yeah. She stares him down at one point and starts moving towards him, and he thinks that she might uh, see through his act. And so it wouldn't surprise me if she gets in on the act. So that would give us one, two, three, four, five, at least six. So we're halfway to the Baker's Dozen. Yeah. Very unusual book. Why is that? Very Well, the art is... Atypical, not necessarily right. even. I, I'm not going to say it. it's it's good art, but it's very atypical and has a very strange sort of yeah cadence, for lack of a better word. Did it well, doesn't read like an American? No, it doesn't. Comic book experience. Now, Jim McCann used to be at Marvel. I want to say, yeah, I th- he was think. there. He was there. He was one of their PR people. Yeah, he did uh, the Hawkeye and Mockingbird series in 2008 yes. or 2009. Yes. And did then, he leave Marvel? Yes, and now he kind of is on his own, doing his own thing. Decides to write comics instead of being a uh, a PR editor guy for, for Marvel. And uh, he's been doing quite well. Like I said, uh, The Return of the Dapper Man is uh, a book that sold quite well and I believe won an award or two. And... Um, and that uh, gives him the cachet to go into a, a creator-owned project like Lost Vegas. Janet Lee is the artist who worked on uh, Return of the Dapper Man, and she's she's, you know, she's got an interesting known as style. Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, she yes, was murdered Jen in Psycho. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a... I don't want to compare... I mean, you made a comparison earlier before we started recording how you thought this felt very similar to uh, Saga. Not necessarily in its tone, but I think in the the overarching expectation of a bigger story taking place. Oh, okay. I, you know, from the, the art you know, side, I can a, see a lot of those similarities. Now, granted, it's yeah, not the same book, art. An right. unusual take. This reminds me, and I, I say this an awful lot, but this reminds me a lot of something that I would have read in Epic Illustrated or, you know, the back pages of Heavy Metal when we were kids. Yeah, true. Kind of an unusual story with a, a, a strange take. And that's good. That's really the selling point for it is the parts that work are the parts that are the weird alien bits for me. Um, it doesn't necessarily borrow from any of the heist movies or specifically this is Ocean's Eleven with X character. Uh, something we read recently, I can't remember what it was, was basically just Ocean's Eleven with superheroes in it. And it didn't really work for me because of that. This is, there's definitely that casino heist that sure. I'm a, I'm a high roller. Let's, let's bloat the whales or whatever they say in casinos. I, I don't know. I'm from Kansas, but I, this is one of those books that I want to read a couple of more times to decide whether or not I liked it. I, I'm really <laughs> on the, on the fence with this too. I, uh, I like the opening hook. Yeah, it's I intriguing. A, yeah, I don't know if the the second or third issues, and I, I'm guessing this is a, a limited series. This is four issues, yeah. so you know I could be in for all four. I don't think it's going to kill me to read all four. Um, the story is solid enough, but yeah, uh, the story and the characterization, the central character is approachable enough that I could do four issues of this easy. Now the the question is going to be will my expectation of this premise, you know, can, can it be supported for four issues or more? Well, we know that he has to, I mean, basically this is what, what falls out. He's going to have this mid act, uh, confrontation with this other person. He's going to, they're either going to buy in or, or not buy into the scheme. Then they're going to set up and still be an antagonist. Right. Then we're going to get up to the part of the big con right at the moment when somebody important walks by and, that's where the third issue will end. And then the fourth issue will be a resolution of the conflict and escape, if escape is even possible. Right. Um, and then that will be your, your four-issue story. Uh, and, you know, that's not a bad timing, a, a bad uh, plot to, method to take. Uh, it works well. I, I don't know. It's just the story seems overly familiar for whatever reason, and I can't tell you why. Because I've not seen a story like this, except in Las Vegas heist movies. Yeah. I've certainly not seen anything like this in comics recently. <laughs> it's not something that is very, very familiar. It's not something where you go, I've seen this before. But a lot of the bits and pieces of this are familiar. Right. You know, the the dystopian future with the robot, the whole living on the ship and the aliens kind of dissipated world. That's in here. There's a little bit of the, you know, the, the, the Danny Ocean character, the, uh, well, let's see, Ruben's in for two million and they're in for five. Obviously, it's a con. Right. We need to pull a Kansas City shuffle. Right. You know, all of that, that's all there. But it's kind of, it's remixed in a way that isn't exactly what I expected. It's sort of a dubstep version 
if you will. So let me let me throw you in. Let me throw in the the solicitation for issue number two, and tell me if this changes your thought on this issue. Oh, my God, uh, that changes my thoughts on the issue. The clock has started. Roland has 24 hours to make his move. But when he uncovers the darkest secret of Las Vegas, will that information help him? Or will he be in even more danger? Hint, let's go with more danger. <laughs> um, well, it's a solicit. It doesn't mean anything. And you can kind of, you know, you can play Mad Libs with solicits these days. No, well, but I mean, if it's... The if shocking it's, blank of blank. Can sure. blank survive the blank? So, but that means, I mean, it gives the illusion that, hey, this isn't just the con job that's going on. There's something right. deeper, darker, something bigger than him and his money that's going to get in the way. Right. And so and that. that makes the story a little bit more interesting as opposed to let's walk you through how we ripped off this casino. Well, and I can, you know, I can I, say I bet it that. ends with the Las Vegas blowing up. At the end of the and series. And then he, he jettisons down to the planet with a droid and finds that uh, there's something strange going on and they need to find a man named Obi-Wan. Yes. No, wait. No? Okay. No, 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 no. That's Space 2099. Pacing okay for you on this book? Yeah, actually. I didn't think it was going to be in those first pages because mm-hmm. we get the three-page vignette and then we get five years later. Right, 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 right. And I thought, well, heck, how is that going to work? But it turns out the five years later is the important part. Basically, they started with the linear explanation of how this happened, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate because I think a lot of writers would have started in media res and told Roland's backstory as a flashback. Right. Getting it out of the way up front this way gives us just enough to know what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. It shows us the archetype of the gambler, you know, the lucky guy or the unlucky guy. We've got kind of a rogue and a rapscallion. And then it throws him into a situation that is explained to us and it unfolds in a natural setting. So I kind of worried that it wouldn't. But once I was about six or ten pages in, I thought, oh, well, this is this is working. They showed us the things that we needed to know within the story. Mm-hmm. They didn't necessarily over-explain everything. no. There's a point where he's like, I hate seeing what the callers do. And then we see what the callers do. And mm-hmm. it works. I mean, as far as the storytelling, I think it works pretty well. I think the thing that got maybe a little bit too on the edge for me in this book was the character of Ink, the telepathic thingy yeah. that can stretch out and go into all these different cells and telepathically link with everyone else. That was kinda... it too on the edge or too on the nose? No, I think it was too on the edge. For me, I was just like, well, you know, you in space and out there, there could be all sorts of fantastical creatures. But this just felt, I don't know. I haven't seen this character play out anymore, but of of the four characters that we've been introduced to, mm-hmm. this one is the one that is least interesting. He's he's kind of a plot device in this issue. It wouldn't surprise me reading then the, um, since this is a telepathic creature and a telepathic creature that has been all but forgotten it wouldn't surprise me if he's using or it is using its powers to coax roland into discovering the dark secret of the uh, the lost vegas could be i mean there's a reason why ink is hiding in roland's cell specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. I, I'm in for I'm in for a couple of more issues. Uh, Think get four out of me. Based on this open, I'm willing to go in for four at you know two ninety nine a pop. We're looking at twelve dollars. That's not. I mean, that's not too bad, especially when it'll no. come out on trade. It'll probably be about nine bucks for people that are going that route. Um, yeah. And yeah, four Unless issues is pretty good for a miniseries. Successful like Saga and Morning Glories, and all of a sudden gets turned into an ongoing. It could. It very well could. I don't know if it will at this point, but uh, I think we'll find out by the time we hit the fourth issue. Probably. Or possibly not. So bottom line. Bottom line this book for me. Check it out. I would say that if you can find it, uh, what's an online version cost? The same as a regular $2.99, yeah. Unless you want to wait a month and then it drops a buck. I would say it's worth the two ninety nine to check it out. If you're a fan of the kind of spacey, spacey stuff, I think this is something that you could kind of look into and, and have a good time with. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I expected to based on the uh, the plot. You know, mm-hmm. even though I came home expecting sex and got this, yeah, yeah, I yeah. wasn't really horribly disappointed because, okay. you know, you learn to stop expecting sex. I know that uh, Zach was interested in, in checking this book out uh, this week in our Major Spoilers staff picks. And listeners, you can head over to Majorspoilers.com and you can check that out. We put it up about every Tuesday morning, uh, and it runs down books that we're most interested in this week. And sometimes we mention that which one will be on the Dueling Review. Of course, if you're listening to this, you already know which one we're going to review. Unless, of course, the book doesn't come out, and then we don't <laughs> review it. Um, <laughs> So let's see what book we're not going to review next week. Well, you know, I, I let me get my, uh, you know, I think that this is a, it's a solid book. Uh, I would give it, you know, three and a half. I would give it a, a good solid rating. Um, this is not something that is a top of the stack reader, but this is a, it's a yeah, good, let me, let me, let me grab book. 10 minutes. I got 10 minutes. Let me read this book. And I think you would enjoy that. I think the art is solid. It's a little different. It feels like a European comic uh, yep. because of that. Uh, but it isn't, but it isn't a terrible book. So yeah, go ahead and pick it up. And uh, get it either through Comixology or at your local comic book store. Agreed. Next week, Matthew, if uh, we are week. if we are going to believe what uh, Diamond Comic uh, Distributors has to say. I don't know if I should believe Diamond. I don't know. After what they did to Again, us this week. Again, you may note that I was expecting sex. <laughs> Ghost I'm number not going to let that joke go. That's a great joke. <laughs> Star Wars number three, Batgirl number 18. Uh, Batman and Robin 18, although Batman and Robin is being changed to this upcoming issue will be renamed Batman and Red Robin. And then issue number 19 is going to be called Batman and Red Red Hood. Hood. Yeah. Then Batman and, and other Batwing. Yeah. It would be kind of, well, I had heard, and I don't know, I had heard they're going to try to do a Batman teaming book, somewhat similar to Brave and the Bold, but not called Brave and the Bold. That would be good. Yeah. You call it bold and brave. There you go. Uh, Katana number Ooh, two comes out from DC it? Comics. What could you call it? You could call it DC Comics Presents. There you go. And then it'll go for three issues and get canceled. Um, which is a shame because I was really looking forward to... Um, there were like 120 issues of No, DC no, no. I'm talking about the reboot that they did uh, in the new 52. Oh, you can't trust reboots. Yeah. Well, I, it kind of ended shortly after... Challengers of the Unknown arc started, and that was the one that I really wanted to no, keep the most. No, that thing ran 18 issues. Did it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it just got canceled at DC Universe Presents. Oh. No, it got oh, canceled okay. zero month. Okay, so it, it, oh, got, okay. Uh, it got canceled right about the same time that I lost interest in it. So 
Ghostbusters number two came out. Highways number three comes out. Mars Attacks number eight comes out. Uh, What's Mars attacking? This time it's just Mars Attacks. These if are out Mars was attacking Publishing. Strangers in Paradise or the Smurfs, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, Rocketeer, <laughs> Rocketeer Hollywood Horror number two comes out. You reviewed number one over at the Major Spoilers website. That any good? What did I review uh, Rocketeer Hollywood Horror. Rocket from the Socket? Yeah, actually. I haven't read that yet. I enjoyed it more than the first issue of Cargo of Doom. What? Oh, I got to go pick this up. I know you enjoyed Cargo of Doom. Yes, I did. So now I need to go pick this up in my pile over there and get to cracking the reading. Cracking. Cracking and reading. Um, Hoax Hunters, number eight. Manhattan Projects, number 10. Mm -hmm. Nowhere Men, number two. Or I'm sorry, that's the third printing. Nowhere Men, number four. Peter Panzerfaust. Have you read that? No. That's the Peter Pan set during World War II, I think, is what it is. It's got that really scary title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Walking Dead 108, Age of Ultron number two comes out from Marvel Comics next week. Hmm. Avengers Arena number six now. Ooh, let's read Avengers Arena number six now. Um, Have you read the others? No, no, I haven't read the others. Oh, Wolverine number one now comes out. Wolverine, Wolverine the X-Men. Savage Wolverine. No, this one is just Wolverine number one now. Boom. Set it up and knock it down. All right. Wolverine number one now. Let's see what else this is on the like list. The third Wolverine number one that I remember. Oh, I'm sure there's been a lot more number one Wolverine books, haven't there? Aren't there? Isn't there a new number one Wolverine <laughs> well, every month? I said that I remember. The 25th issue of Crossed arrives. Crossed Badlands comes out next week. Let's do No, no. You can review that on the website. I am refusing to read that book. But Um, it's issue 25. It's a big... uh, Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be more let's eat my baby's intestines kind of stuff. Um, Well, now they just... You make it sound (laughs) hungry. Oh, I see Jughead's Double Digest comes out. Real quick, what do you think of the news of this uh, Archie Zombies ongoing book? What? Yeah. Have you not been over to Majorspoilers.com, a site that covers uh, I, I just news, reviews, and... and uh, rushed home in a buying frenzy. Yeah, so... I saw uh, something about acid and something about uh, Carrie Fisher. This is a... If this is the art that they're going to have on the in, inside, um, I want to read this book, especially if they did it in black and white and stark black and white with uh, what's going on. It's called Afterlife with Archie. Seriously? Yes. And what if the zombie apocalypse began in Riverdale? This horror-infused comic answers that question when it kicks off in late 2013, spearheaded by one of Hollywood's hottest writers, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, who will be fresh off the high-profile crossover Archie Meets Glee. Afterlife uh, Afterlife with Archie will provide readers with zombie-filled mayhem like only Archie can, taking the Riverdale gang where they've never been before to the grave and back. You know, and if you look at that cover with Jughead, that is desiccated Jughead. That is a striking, beautiful image. And if they can do that for six months or a year, I will be picking up more Archie than I've ever picked up before. Even though I think the zombie genre is played out, I want to see what happens because Jughead. I mean, he's a living. I mean, he's a he's a zombie as it is right now. Almost, he just eats and eats and eats and eats and eats. And he never opens his eyes. Jughead zombie could be even creepier. I mean, that is a creepy, creepy image. You're creepy. Yeah, that is. I think um, it's kind of piqued my interest. People are going to be going, oh, it's Archie. Oh, it's zombie. And, you know, people people discount Archie a lot, but I, I think some of those stories are still good. I mean, every time well, I go Archie to the checkout counter. Been, 
they always have the books. Successfully publishing for over 80 years at this point. Yeah. And they've done it in a format that isn't the primary format that Mm -hmm. sells for the last 30. Mm -hmm. You have to give them credit. And lately, they have been as progressive and forward-thinking a company in terms of their storytelling as anything else on the stage. I would say they may be more progressive and forward-thinking in their storytelling of this medium, Which is really weird. Yeah. But truly enjoyable. I think I might, you know, I might look at this. Yeah, oh yeah, late 2000 though. That's going to be like right around uh, 2013. I mean, it's going to be right around Halloween, I bet. Is when it Halloween. kicks off September, I bet it's going to kick off September October. Dueling review next time, Wolverine number 1. Why? Mm-hmm. Hell, I because don't know. Because we're gluttons for punishment. Well, it'll be interesting cuz this will be my first Wolverine number 1. Hey, we don't promise two guys one good comic. <laughs> Just two guys one comic infinite possibilities. Thank you so much everybody for listening and head over to Majorspoilers.com share your thoughts on this issue or anything else and if you want to see the show continue consider making a recurring donation. You may have heard uh, us uh, talk about this on some of our other podcasts we've got a nice important message up there that kind of explains what we're doing and why we are doing it and with your help we can take Major Spoilers and this podcast and many others to the next level thank you so much for downloading and checking us out we will see you next time Spoilers is copyright 2013. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.